You're listening to a DM podcast. We are underway. G'day guys, welcome to Talking League. We're a weekly NRL fantasy podcast. I'm your host TK. We're at full strength tonight. G'day Andy. How we going boys? What a good weekend of football. It was. That's pretty much all we've got to do, isn't it, Andy? Yeah, Especially for us much, in Sydney. But Corbs, how are we, mate? Yeah, I'm good. My volume's a bit, a bit weird, but I think I've, I've got yours now. Uh, yeah, frustrating week of footy oh, in terms of fantasy. Yeah. Oh, there was good and bad. Some players just um, the old cliche decide not to turn up, but. Uh, we'll move on. Plenty to talk about, boys. We've got studs and duds tonight. We're going to rip through a few of the burning questions. But why don't we start with a little bit of... Well, we'll start with punting because, yeah, I got us out of a bit of a form slump, boys. Hopefully this is good science to come. Jagged a little. What I did is I think I might stick to this as well, just going the over and unders, not having to rely on an 80 minutes of someone scoring a try. just kind of took a little bit of pressure. What do you think of the, the bet on the weekend, boys? Oh, mate, I loved it. I, I love any winner. And you're right. Jeez, we needed it. We were struggling. I was just looking at the other ones. Uh, you go, Andy, just quickly. Oh, have you noticed how all our threes were different different um, aspects? Mine were all any times. Yours were all lines. And then uh, calls is all over and unders. Maybe one Maybe bet we, we should do. One, one of all the three. Yeah. So I'm, <laughs> I'm just looking at the bets here. I got two of my legs up. And I thought my safest bet was the Storm one. And I took him in a line, and I know the line was quite big at 28 and a half. But, yeah, that, that was the one that burnt me. Um, yeah. Filthy. Uh, always annoying when you lose a first leg. Uh, I'd prefer, even if it's going to um, be a, a case of losing the last one, at least you can sort of ride through the first two. You got one, Andy, but, yeah, TK is our man. And I'd have to go back and have a look. I reckon you'd be sort of tussling with me at the top there. I mean, Andy, you had that one big win. He hit the home run. Yeah, yeah, that got us back yep. out of trouble. But uh, I've got oh, to, I've got to take myself into camp and it's really just sort of <laughs> check, check my picks out from from now on in. For sure, we'll be back at it. But boys, a good round, but kind of a bad round at the same time. Like we'll go through what we scored in our ranks, but geez, we've copped some injuries. Like for me, I've copped SJ. Adam Fanua Blake, Brian Kelly. I've only got two trades left, so I'm really going to have to have a big think about Nico Hines. He looks like he might lose some minutes moving forward. We'll talk a little bit more about that. But, uh, Corbs, why don't you kick us off? How would you go ranking-wise and also your overall score? Yeah, I dropped about 100 spots. Uh, I fell back to 788 overall. Uh, I was 645, so a bit more than 100. Um Going into the round, I scored 1,102, so just fell over the line with 1,100. But I knew going into today's games that that was going to be nowhere near uh, the leaderboard because there was some huge scores getting thrown around and a few of those teams had the players plus one uh, in their teams. I didn't go with SJ today. I played Schuster over him and thought that was a silly call, but in the end, that wasn't a major. uh, It was only 10 points. But yeah, I'm also, I've got, AFB, we got a we got a photo sent through of his <laughs> finger. It looked like someone Bad. shot him. Yeah, yeah, it was huge gashing. I don't know. I, I watched the footage. I don't know how that actually happened. And then uh, SJ as well. I, I don't think he's going to be coming back. And yeah, the the Nico Hines, like you said. So I'm very similar to your position, and I've got three. But yeah, still <laughs> would uh, would like more trades. There, there has to be people have to be run now. Their trades, yeah, like. 
I've heard some people with five and six trades, they've just got to start going nuts, don't they? Yeah. Well, they've got the trades, so it's now time to actually pull the trigger. We've got six rounds to go. Andy, before we get into some more burning issues, how would you go with uh, your round score and your ranks as well, Mud? Yeah, 11.25 was my score. Um, helped by the likes of, of DCE and bringing in Hass as well. Geez, that was a good call by us a couple of weeks ago. Um, but my letdowns was Rishi Walsh, mm. <laughs> throwing himself on on every big defender he can. Yeah. Um, had a few missed tackles there, and the big one, Jason Tamalolo, and also uh, Sean Johnson as well. Yeah. But, yeah, only one injury for me um, with SJ. Um, I might. I don't know. I don't know if I can actually uh, trade him out. I've only got one trade left, so I'll have to really just – See if I want to get a big gun in or trade in a, a constant score, score up. But, oh, Jesus, tough. <laughs> Look, I, I'm in rank uh, 5999, so I didn't really gain too much. And then I gained, um, what was it? Oh, I actually lost 50 points, 50 ranks. Not too bad. Like, I was just behind you. I got 1118. So that pushed me back from 64 to 80. So I'm still hanging in there. But, like, I've got some big decisions to make, whether I go for it with. A player like a cookie or hold these these next couple of days with SJ and Adam's going to be really, really interesting, boys, because we've got some huge decisions to make. Some huge ones, Corbs. Oh, it's, yeah, it's all always um, interesting with the trades, but yeah, your last couple. But the other thing, there's a flip side. We can, uh, we'll be like Shooter soon and we won't have to worry about trades anymore. Like, that'll be <laughs> a good feeling in itself. We can just, yeah, worry about the squad. But boys, let's go to studs just and, let it go. let's go to studs and, uh, how good is this bloke? Andy, kick us off, stud, mate. Uh, stud was DCE. So, not who I would have thought would have been the highest scoring player from Manly, but there's a few people that, a few players, <laughs> the, uh, Porn Stash Mo. Paul and Mustache from um, Harper scored pretty well too, but DCE with uh, 119 fancy points, two tries, two try assists, and 200 running meters for a half. He actually ran for more than he, he um, kicked, which yep. was surprising for a, a seven. Um, but yeah, he put in a, a big score. Uh, I wonder if DCE and Tommy T can um, take Manly all the way. Yeah. Like, well, that was Nathan Who, score. right? Nathan Who in fantasy. He's definitely oh, saved a lot of us, DCE. He's playing fantastic footy. Uh, well, he, he was definitely my stud. What about yours? Corbs, moving to you. Who you got for studs, mate? Well, uh, this was a tussle between us, and we flipped a coin because I was even thinking about the – actually, both of your guys, the stud and dud. But, Cookie, you uh, you Ooh. gave us a little scoop last week, and, geez, you really hit the money. Um, <laughs> you're looking at his stats, the two big ones that jump out to me. So he had five – tackle breaks and to get tackle breaks you've got to be running more he was coming in averaging about 60 meters uh gained uh a 60 meters gained yeah um and then on average and then you got 141 so he's doubled it and then yeah on the back of that he's just uh getting a few more attacking stats to go with it then he got uh, what three trices so he's jumping out um at the line a bit uh cam smith like which mm. it, it, before that, like you look at his trices, he's had bugger all. He had one, two, three. He's had four for the year, and he just got three in one game. Uh, and then line break assists, he's got two there. And before that, he had yeah, again about six for the year. So he's uh, he's on fire, and he's a big one 
on my radar and I think he's on your radar as well. But yeah, that scoop on the training load and you said he's going to be back to full training round 20. I think, yeah, a lot of people, if they've got the trades, you'd have to be bringing in him because there was a bit of a dilemma about the hooker, Appy. He's uh, we know all know what he did. And then Marnie, mate, the Eels, I'll tell you what, I'm sticking clear of them. I know there's a question coming up, but Cookie, he's looking like the one to get. Yeah, especially against the Dragons. They've got Dragons this week. He could have a field day. <laughs> oh. Are they still haven't are they still got suspended players next week or they've yeah. still got about fifteen to get through. <laughs> <laughs> all right, boys. My guy was Jordan Rappener. And depending on how much you've got left in the bank and depending on your squad, like I know that me and you, Corbs, were pretty keen on Ponga, but Rappiner's right in this mix because of the fact that he's got that jewel and we're running out of players and we might need more versatility in our squad. Like, really, Ponga's only got that wing fullback. And the way Jordan Rappiner played on Friday night with, the, you know, Andy's magic 100-point team, he, he joined that, 102 <laughs> points. He's got a, did this year. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a try, two line breaks, 15 tackle breaks. He was fantastic. 261 metres gained. I love that 40-20 you saved from Reed Marnie. Really turned the game as mm. well. He just looks so influential out there and really everything good out there happening for Canberra is around this guy. So I think he's going to be in the chats that we have on Tuesday night. It's going to be him or Ponga for sure. We got that wrong, didn't it? Because I, I said, nah, he was pretty lazy and he looked buggered when he was playing fullback earlier in the year. And we were messaging each other. I think it was about 10 minutes in. He already had about five tackle busts. Yeah. <laughs> like, geez, how good's he, he going? He actually should have had uh, minus, is it minus five points for a, for a send off for that late for that penalty try towards the end. He should get double points for, <laughs> for tri- he should get a try save, shouldn't he? Yeah, and there should have been nah. two two offsides in those eels tries as well. <laughs> he, he just loves getting dirty, Goes, loves getting yeah. in actual tussle like every every play. So there's tackle breaks. He does those crab walks that must be learning from Teddy. Teddy of uh, 2019. Yeah, he's got a great carry, but he's well in my sights. All right, boys, let's go to a few duds. Andy, kick, kick this one off. Who have we got for the duds, mate? <sighs> Mine's unfortunately one of my centres, um, Matt Burton. Really expected him to shine with it, with the uh, absence of Cleary, but he, he didn't play the seven like we all thought he was going to. And he had a total of 54 run metres which is not what you want for one of your backs. Mm. Um, maybe just maybe the off-field dramas are having a bit more impact on their playing performances, uh, the late switch with Appy gone, Miss Kenny in, but really, you, it shouldn't. When you, all your job is just to run hard and sort of run a good line, I don't know, it's a bit upsetting for me considering uh, he's one of my centres and I don't really have a backup. Yeah. Um, did you notice what happened? What happened to Tyron May? Because he didn't play the last 10 minutes. Was he injured or did he get hooked? Yeah. No, he, he was carrying an injury going into the game and I think he got injured early. Cleary said he did well to get through um, whatever part of the game he did okay. and then he went off. So, yeah, keep an eye on that because Naden came on uh, back end and then Momorowski, surely he's – I thought he was due back this week. Yeah, he was, was back he at the, training. He was – I saw him pictures. So, yeah, I saw pictures of him at training, so he's back. Yeah. You'd need Burton against the Storm to be any chance, wouldn't you? Well, didn't they say Cleary is a chance for round 20? No, he said unlikely. He laughed. Oh, he, Which is I a chance. He said, He's a chance, for sure. He, he said, he goes, oh, I'd prefer to have him at the end of the year than this game. <laughs> Which is exactly what everyone's been saying. Like, yeah. Why would you waste him in a, a round game? Yeah, if they're going to verse Melbourne um, in the finals rather than now. Yeah, you, you, don't, win. you don't win premierships in round 20, right? You may as well. You're only going to beat the Storm maybe once, maybe twice. 
So that's it. Yeah, might be one that he sits out with. Do sit almost out, good having getting Melbourne to a win with a bit of false confidence. Yeah, for sure. All right, Corbs, dud time, mate. Who we got? Well, I'm sticking on the hooker theme here, mm. and McCulloch. Uh, a lot of people had him just as that safe hooker riding into the the later rounds because he played the 80 minutes. Uh, he made a lot of tackles. You just knew what you're going to get, but. The first time, the lowest minutes he's played all year, 55. Now, I haven't seen any sign or read anything of an injury, so this might you know, come back to bite me. And there may be other news, but 33, which is down there. I think he got a 31 earlier in the year. Um, but, yeah, it's down there with his lowest score as well. Yeah. They're still eighth. I don't know how Dragons are still in the eight. They won't be for much longer, <laughs> the way they're playing. Is, is this a sign of Hook just going... We're in shambles with the whole barbecue and players and people moving on, whatever. Just blooding a few and sort of seeing and mixing and matching. Because there's a lot of young blokes. That back line today was very young. The average games played would have been about five. Yeah, I agree. I don't think he's given up yet. There's still always a hope. That draw running home is huge. But wouldn't surprise me if Bent Hunt moves to nine. Because they get Corey Norman back next week. So who knows? That might be a bit of a... They need to kind of... Do something with that offense because it's not charging at the moment. So who knows? Maybe, maybe left field. Maybe Hooks is trying to rest the boys um, primer for finals. <laughs> <laughs> they might run at a time. They've got Souths twice on the run home. Like they've got a massive draw. I've wrote, I wrote it down. What's their draw? It's huge. It's Souths, Para, Penrith, Roosters, Cows, and the Rabbitohs to finish. They might win. They might not win a game. Yeah, the Cowboys is their only real shot, isn't it? They might. They should probably rest them for the Cowboys game just to get one more win. <laughs> oh, huge. It's huge. Yeah, anyway, McCulloch. So that's a bit of a worry for those, especially people banking on not having to um, trade out and just keep him as a hooker for the run home because he could uh, he could score quite poorly if he's not going to get the 80 minutes. Oh, huge. Imagine he goes back to the bench or something like that. Like, Jeez. And then the, the fact that they actually let go of McInnes – and then brought in McCullis, hopefully for an 80-minute hooker. Yeah, big time. This doesn't look good for him. All right, boys, I'll finish off. i got Jason Tamulolo. He had a pretty disappointing game. He did get his minutes at 59 minutes, but only scored 33. Again, he's well off on his base, 24 tackles and 147 metres. I guess the biggest thing, he had four missed tackles, zero offloads and one tackle break. So he went missing pretty much, and they really needed him. And to think they nearly got the chocolates as well. So they played real good on, the, on Friday. I think, actually, at the start of the show, I didn't get to say it when you mentioned it. You go, the Storm, they're probably a little bit surprised. But that might be like the go, go ahead, because Cowboys get to play at home, the Titans get to play at home, and Broncos get to play at home. And the three teams that probably really surprised us this week were those three teams, and they all got a bit of a home crowd even though the Titans and Broncos were essentially away from home, still getting to play at their home ground is pretty cool and get their home fans out there as well. So that could be a bit of a trend moving forward as well, that they've got a massive advantage playing more and more home games than the rest of the teams. Maybe you might see uh, more bench hookers starting at fullback. For the, for, hey, he for went the good, round. didn't he? Jakey Granville not, was real good. Not fantasy-wise, but yeah, I guess... He was catching all the bombs, and he set up a try. Like, apparently, he used to play there when he was younger or something. But he looked, yeah, he looked oh, sensational considering he he's be, never played there professionally. Bar the Troy Mitchell's, either stocky is fullback <laughs> at the moment. Oh, mate, he would go neck and neck with me for shortness. He would be <laughs> he would be five five easy. I'm sure he would uh, he would defend the line probably better than Walshy though, for sure. 
Yeah, poor Walshy. Actually, Colby wants to get him in a bit of a tackle practice, don't you, mate? Old Walshy. <laughs> oh, I just who was it? There was another one today. Oh, it was um, Ramsey. It was- Ramsey. The, the jumping up and trying to tackle blokes that have got 50 kilos on you. Like, yeah, I, I, I guess it's that trying to wrap the ball up. But, um, I mean, it's not working. So change your tackle technique. We look like a, a spider monkey, really. Yeah, well, pretty much. Was, I think he tried it. Was it as a Hamlin Ueli? He tried to do, he tried to do any bloody launched him off and scored the try. <laughs> yeah, that's when he had the, uh, the WWE <laughs> wrestling yeah. um, try yeah, celebration. <laughs> Yeah, the rock. Uh, at least he's trying, I guess. No, I, do, I mean, he did a lot better job than I would, but yeah, it's Ramsey today. He did the same thing on Fafita, and it, that didn't work out well. <coughs> Excuse me, boys. Now, let's go to a few burning questions. First one, Corbs, you've had plenty to say about this one. Now, give me your thoughts on Ryan Puppenhausen's return. Oh, he was timid. I think it was, even Bellamy said it was what he expected. Um, but they put him back in fullback. So you think that's where they want to put him there. But then he also mentioned um, in his uh, press conference that uh, no one's guaranteed their spots and a few sort of people have to sort of pull their fingers out. So Mm. if Papenhausen doesn't get his confidence back and doesn't do his thing, because they looked at, I reckon the first half they seemed arrogant. Mm. They tried to score off the first, second place so many times and, I would have hated to have been or actually I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall in the change room. Bellamy <laughs> would have lost it. Oh. But then the second half, they looked clunky when Hines went into the halves and uh into Hooker and yeah, Papenhausen just didn't offer anything you know, from fullback. So I don't know. I don't know what they'll do this week going on um up against Storm with, with Hines and Papenhausen. I guess they'll keep the same format. But yeah, he was no good at Hooker and then When's when's Grant due back? It's it's an interesting one because Hines almost is not he's like a loop player now. I'm not safe on him being in my seventeen mm. to score well with uh, Papenhausen on the bench, which is annoying. Again, when you're so pressed for trades, you're <laughs> sort of hoping that that would just be a lock. Yeah, big time. You'd be spewing if you had Hines and Pups in your draft team. Basically, <laughs> what I'm saying. Yeah, oh, they're big time. I'd, 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 like you were saying, TK today, you just need them to make a decision on what they're going to yeah. go forward with. There's also the little narrative that we that I started up last week. I did see it getting traction on another um, fantasy page. Like will Remus push to the wing and Hines go to centre? Um, yeah, who knows? I guess we'll find out. But I still don't think Papenhausen could play 80 at fullback. I still wouldn't, especially when they're playing the Panthers. Yeah, I think Andy brings up a good point, like, and you do as well, about they just have to make a decision because the last thing you want is one of those two on the bench because you know it's going to eat into the other one's minutes. So you, yeah, could, exactly. you, could, you could get a scenario where Pup starts and he gets 60 and Hines comes off the bench for 20 or the flip side. Who the hell would want that? Because, well, they'll probably average 40 or something. Andy, what do you think of Friday night? Yeah, it's very similar. Honestly, basically exactly the same what Corbs are saying. And with with a strike all over the park from Melbourne, with Pat's come back, Hines definitely loses his effectiveness. Playing next week against the Panthers, you think it's going to be a similar scenario. Pat's off the bench. Maybe Pat's gets more minutes. Mm. But Hines still played the 80. So if Hines comes off, maybe Pat's has to dig in. But it's it definitely has to be... Have a look at how Paps is off the bench and see if his confidence comes back. And like you said, everyone after a HIA or coming back from a massive um, layoff like in Madison never played too confidence level. But 
it could be uh, no clearer next week if they struggle with a win, perhaps get some more minutes. You're never going to get back to fully full playing potential uh, after that much game time off. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's either rip the bandit off, choose one. Otherwise, you're not going to have Paps or Hines in your team. Yeah, for us fantasy owners, I think we've got to have to make a decision to either punt him this week because he's going to lose a lot of money if he keeps going down this kind of that this trend. So for us, I think, especially with Cook on the uprise, if Cook keeps keeps hitting these massive scores, we're going to kind of miss being able to trade one for one. So yep. that's that's going to be our biggest issue that we probably have to probably – that's his my sell target for this week, only because of the fact that he can – sell out and still get me a little bit of money before I lose out and then lose everything altogether. But, yeah, I'm in, I'm in the same book as you. I think they've got to make a decision. I think we'll know more on Tuesday how they name if Harry Grant... I don't think they can carry both Harry Grant and Pups on the bench. So they're going to have to decide. And when you think Harry Grant is probably more ready to play considering it's only a hamstring injury versus a head knock. So you'd think you'd probably get back into that team and get going a lot quicker than, than Pups did because Pups look scratchy. And the thing with Pups, I think... There's two things that I reckon that can get Pup back in. Either he takes a massive hit and he comes out laughing or he runs a length of the field. And I think his confidence will come back and he'll be back to normal. Yeah, okay. That's just kind of me just thinking about the psychology of what he went through. It would be hard to come back, especially if you're real real ginger about taking any sort of run on. And you're right, it could take a massive uh, 100 metres let's try and go, hey, how good's this? Yeah, I'm this back. I'm back. Let's go back to score. Let's go back to scoring five tries a game. Big time. <laughs> That'll be round uh, twenty-one when I'm playing you in draft, TK. <laughs> I'll captain him. <laughs> All right, boys. Let's move to Callum Ponga. He's going to be a hot topic this week. He's had a couple of average games. One was a HIO game, and then last week wasn't great against the Roosters. Now, next six weeks for the Knights, we've got the Raiders, Broncos, Sharks, Bulldogs, Titans, and Bronx. So not too bad. Corbs, give me your thoughts on Callum Ponga. Yeah, I I was keen on him and I was hoping he was going to do a bit more against the Roosters. <laughs> but it's just that whole thing of I've got I haven't got many trades left and I don't I just hate the in and out Ponga plays where he's just in and out of the game. Mm. Whereas you you've got your likes of your your Teddy, your Turbo, who are just on the ball the whole time. I mean, yeah, different players been playing a bit longer, but that run home. I mean, he is that confidence player. And when they are on and on the back of good attack, he's definitely got to be one you're considering. Do you feel it's like you're at the casino, you're down to your last maybe 10 bucks, and you're going hard and you need something just, you need to pull something out of your ass to get back? An all or nothing play. Yeah. Does it, I kind of feel like if we take Ponga, it's nearly an all or nothing play. You're getting the same sort of vibe, aren't you, Andy? Yeah, similar. Uh, it, it, like you said, it, with him, it's rocks and diamonds. It can, it can go missing. But like you said, with that run home, it does look juicy. And it's like similar to when everyone was sort of iffy about Tommy Turbo. You're like, oh, I don't know if you get injured or not. And then he's just excelled from there. But not, I wouldn't be getting him next week, this week anyways. Not against the Storm next week. Yeah. Boys, would you wait until says- Piercy's back? Do you think that's a major factor for him? Yeah, I was, we were talking about this before. Hey, like, yeah, he needs Pierce back before you consider him. But it, it, no, he doesn't play the Storm. He plays Andy, Raiders he, next. He's, he's oh, got sorry, Raiders, yep. Raiders, Bronx, Sharks, Dogs, Titans, Broncos. He's got a absolute cracking run. Yeah, but but with the Raiders, they nullified so much the defense the last Raiders week. Were good, yeah. Para. They that's why I'm worried about Ponga next week. Uh, I did do my stats on the Raiders. I thought it was because it was just a good team. So, <laughs> but, yeah, they, they nullified every Parramatta player, and they were quick on defense. So, like you said, with Piercy not back, I think he's the X factor, and they sort of need 
he needs some pressure taken off him. So best is Piercy back next week, just say? Yeah, potentially. He's hammy. Yeah, I'll, I'll, He's got a hammy bar. Yeah, they're supposed to have best and Pierce back going off the um the guru Tui up mm. here in Newcastle. <laughs> he he mate he he knows all. He's the god. He knows to become a media get, manager. He, he must. Uh, he must get sick of being peppered on Twitter. But he replied. <laughs> he must reply to everyone. He's a man. Um, but with the the Knights, I suppose it's not so much a money thing anymore. Like really, if you've got the one trade left and got the coin, you get him. But if you are sort of do the maths and and you sort of need to lose a few k from him, and um, then maybe next week is the go because he's still got that high break even, but. If you can only get him this week and, you know, you've got an SJ and you need to play him, it's, you know, pull the trigger. Mm, I like that. All right, boys, let's move on. This might be an apology. Now, Damien Cook, he's our next guy on our agenda. Who wants to go first and apologise to Damien? Yeah. Uh, look, yeah, you, you go. You go, you, you go first. I said my apology will be picking him in my team and I don't think you can apologise. Like, that's the biggest form of uh, apologising, I guess, in the fantasy world. Can we go back to loving pedigree, boys? I think we've got to dis- pedigree's got to be at the top of the list when we're picking players. Look, you've got to have still have consistency, though. Like that was the second time this season that he's run for over 140. So it's it's not if he does it again next week. Like you said, though, he is sort of hitting his straps now. Like 100 run over 100 run meters for cookies is so shocking, especially from what he has been. But geez, the rubbers look good. With with Tom Burgess playing a bit of um, bit of good footy this he's got two uh, tries yeah the season yeah and just so damaging runs and then Cody and Latrell coming in and interjecting on the side so yeah with Cookie he just looks too good what's he six hundred and sixty two k he's gonna open oh, six ninety they reckon just just from the mats if my mats is right it's gonna be about six ninety that's pretty you much, won't get him you're not you gonna get, get, get him much cheaper yeah that. you've got to pull the no. trigger if you want him this week especially with Appy out for two two weeks as well. He becomes that sort of elite um, hooker if he can continue yep. that form. Totally agree. All right, boys. Next guy, SJ. Now he went off hobbling again, hamstring injury. He's got scans tomorrow. They do think it's a minor, but there's only what five weeks to go of the comp, six weeks to go. So, given his repeated histories with hamstring injuries, the biggest thing for the Sharks, Matt Moylan's back for next week. They might cop a bit of a flogging against Manly though. They've got a hard game, man. But, Andy, give me your thoughts. SJ, you're hanging on to him, aren't you, at the moment? <sighs> I've got him, but, look, he could be a he could be the only sell-out for me because I've only got one trade to go out, so I might need to just pick up a... <sighs> I don't know. I'm in shambles. The biggest thing <laughs> is <laughs> he, he had a huge break even today as well, so he will lose about 50 grand coming off today. He could have played out the game. I don't care if he got injured in the 79th minute, but because <laughs> he, he was carving up today, he looked vintage. He was looking Two good. Two assists. No, I think um, I think he's a sell for me, unfortunately, with my um, lack of backups. But uh, I don't know. It's just, I think he was already uninterested as well. I don't know, especially last week. He was uninterested. He's already got his signature. He's he's already got a, a signing for next week. It could be a. I'm just gonna. Uh, slow down this healing for the rest of the season. But I'll tell you what, if, if you're in a draft league and you're in the free agency, you'll be all over Braden Trindle. He's been scoring real good and he's been taking over pretty much everything with SJ out there. Like, he could be a nice little grab if you got him in. Someone grabbing him out, free agency? I was just thinking that. I don't think so. But Maybe Curtis did. Or maybe I think Curtis might have just snabbed him. Yeah, that's because he had clear and he got like every other half <laughs> just trying to find a replacement. Yeah, did he right. 
But uh, Corbs, have you got SJ? Yeah, I do have SJ, and I don't think it's going to be good with him. Um, yeah, I, I just think he's looking to next year after this injury. So he'll, he'll probably be a flick for me for the for the cook. And then I'm thinking of maybe just um, putting Adam Fennell Blake down as a, a loop. Okay. Uh, it's a lot of money there, but yeah, <laughs> teamless Tuesdays could change things again. But I can't see either of them coming back, eh? But Adam, I reckon Adam's better chance at SJ, even though like that picture that we saw today, boys, like it looked <sighs> bad. But you'd think, remember Elliot Whitehead? He returned a week after he did his right, so he's probably a chance. <laughs> You can strap your finger up a lot. I suppose it's <laughs> put, a, put a bandaid yeah. on it, boys. Yeah. <laughs> you just just tape it up. It's all right. Yeah. Did you see the photo? Yeah, I did. No, I didn't. It was. A oh, real... I'll send you through, mate. It's it looks like good. someone like shot. It's like a big hole, and you can see. Is that that's bone that you could see? Wasn't it? I think it's like game? cartilage or something. Or... Oh, it wasn't pretty. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I'm, I'm actually all for a gruesome injury. So you send that oh. through. Yeah. yeah. Well. But yeah, he's on my top of sell list as well. We're going to have to decide between him. I think we're going to have to decide. <laughs> One of him, him and Adam, whoever's closer to returning can stay because they're literally going to be around that same price anyway. Have we have we got to hold our trade just so we can keep talking about this? Because it, it's going to get very boring. <laughs> we've got no the trade. hypothetical. Yeah. It would just, it'd just be the laid back podcast. Yeah, this is what's happening in this podcast. <laughs> yeah, we'll just go, you know, we'll put a, like 20 buy recommendations on 20 players from here. Yeah, just go for it. <laughs> Pull the trigger, you <laughs> pussy. <laughs> Tradeless Tuesday, that's what it'll be. All right, boys. Next guy, next on the list, we've got Parramatta. Now, they've been playing in pretty good form until even Friday. They went neck and neck with the Raiders, but a few players went good. A few players went not so great. Ryan Madison's one of the ones that have been playing good over the last three games, scoring of 63, 76, and 64. Gutho, not too bad. He's got a 36, 88, and 43. These are two probably we want to talk about the most. But, Andy, kick us off. What's your thoughts on both Gutho and Matt into the end of the season? Well, I thought this game would have been one for Gutho to just really shine, but um, it just seems it seems like Power really missed Moses' his direction. Last game against the Titans, they sort of could really throw it around and sort of play it a little bit without any structure, but they really uh, took they played Raiders games um, Raiders game this week and you could tell they needed a bit of more direction in the halves so mm. yeah Gutho really undersold it for me um, unfortunately um, <clears throat> and, and at 692k he could be a trade out especially with their tough run home it's it's not good for any winger fullback uh, at Parramatta um, especially when you can get like a Teddy who's actually finding a bit of form lately a Latrell or like we said um, a Ponga for the run home and that's a straight swap for those three so I think I think he's he's done for this season especially I did talk him up for a 55 average th- uh, this year and you guys <laughs> laughed at me but what's no, he averaging uh, I think it's 54, I think it was, which is pretty good. Ooh, that's close. So we're, so we're correct. So we're, we're right. <laughs> <laughs> you, I'm pretty sure you guys said 50 or under, so that's no, all right. I, think um, I, I, paid that, yeah. I paid that bet out, didn't I? That was the day that we got held up at the, the pub. Poss- oh, that's right. Yeah, good. I, I will take that, but at least you did, you're a man of your word. Um, with Madison, though, he looked great. So that's his first 80-minute performance since round 10. Yeah, and he had another sixty plus. So the Raiders really nullified his offloader game too. So he had four, which is still good. But I'm not sorry. Um, he had two offloads, but last week he uh, scored fourteen points from offloads, which is massive. So yeah. I think he's really finding his form 
I think, um, yeah, I think out of all the Parramatta plays, he's the least of my worries. I think he yeah. will score well against. It doesn't matter who you play, especially if he's yeah. in that form that he plays. I think he's one of those guys that doesn't rely on things like tries like Gutho does. So I think you'll you'll get a sixty out of Matto from here on in. I reckon. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, Cor- yeah Gutho's a Gutho's a real worry. Yeah, Corbs, you're really worried about Gutho. Yeah, he was sold in my team until the rest of the games got played throughout the week. <laughs> We've got no trades left. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only thing that he's, he's, he just can't get traded if, out. If I had a fresh team, he was gone. Just be like there. We're going to talk about the run home. They've got a very tough run. And yeah, he, he was trying to do too much the other night uh, and just wasn't happening for him. And yeah. <laughs> what about Sorry, Kyle Lomas has just shown me that photo? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's. That is disgusting. It's no good. The the Maddo though, I agree with Maddo. He's good. And yeah, around that sixty. Oh, that's. <laughs> I don't even know what the hell that is. That's that looks weird. Uh, but yeah, good. for me, Gutho survives. But you got a few. You were having a few sherbets on Thursday night, weren't you, Corbs? Because you put on the chat. He was gone. You were ripping into him hard. Yeah, and Parramatta, just because Andy and Adam put on, <laughs> on the thread. Uh, there is real uh, hate for. for, for I'll you tell you what, I, I was nowhere near the level of uh, Ronnie. He was. Oh arrow. no! Oh, he went after I was, it hard. I was beers. He was spirits. He's in the spirit world. Cheesy got real lippy. That's yeah. all I say. It's very hard to 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 bag another team when your team's underperforming like the Dragons are. No comment from there. All right, boys, <laughs> let's finish off. This will be a good question. The top three teams you want to target to have players from on the run home and then the bottom three teams that you probably want to avoid. Why don't we just go around the table and just put – we'll go with the teams to target. Why don't we kick off with you, Corbus? Who's your number one team, you think? Bunnies. Okay. I think the Bunnies. I don't think they're – have they got any injuries? Pretty Apart much. from Alex Johnson, oh, Cody Walker, suspended? Cody Walker was a little bit of a concern. He was heavily taped and he walked off. He is old though. Yeah, he, he looks like a, a park footy player. Especially in the <laughs> sheds, I saw a photo of him next to Cam uh, Murray, who is a like GI Joe man. Yeah, and and then next to Cody Walker, and he. Yeah, Cody, like, Cody Walker could be Cliff Lyons. Like that, yeah, they I, haven't I, been I seen in the same room. <laughs> yeah. I love him. Cody Walker is one of my favourite players. Yeah, He's a man. I agree. Uh, yeah, just I think they're going to go on a bit of a run. And on the back of the news, I mean, all teams would be tapering towards the finals, but I think Wayne does it better than most as well. So, yeah, good run, good team, good roster, plenty of attack there. Uh, there's a couple of strike weapons in Latrell and Cook and probably not Murray till the following week, round 21 with his yep. uh, one-week suspension. suspension. They're the big three, but I'll probably only be going Cook uh, out of those. That's actually interesting. Now that Cam Murray, because of that quick play of the ball, he got. Do you think we maybe wait for Cookie for one one game, considering that a lot of his quick play of the balls is on the back of Cam Murray? No, they're playing. No, the he's dragons. versing the dragons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a good theory, but yeah. Who's the thoughts? Against the dragons, Andy. <laughs> who's your team that you think uh, you're targeting from for players? Look the. Uh, Possibly, look, I was going to say the Knights, but like, they haven't really set the world on fire. Like, they do have a, a really nice, easy run home, but you've got to have form to actually play well. So like, they haven't really been the strongest. not really like a flat track bullies like Para is. If Para had the same draw they had, geez, yep. you'd, be, you'd be picking the whole team. But yeah, I can't see like Adam. them. 
Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Adam Straff, hey, he's done well, but he's going to have a shocking last last couple of rounds. Yeah. Uh, and possibly uh, the Warriors have a decent run home, but without Tohu, it just looks bad for them. But it, there is good news for, for all the players that can like can score well, like RTS, Curran, and Walshie. Yeah. But yeah, with only one trade left, it's, it's very hard to target. Yeah. My team, boys, is manly. I think... With the guys like DC in, if you don't have DC in turbo by now, figure out a way to get them in your team. Like they're sixth, 100%. they're only four points behind the Eels now. They've got Shark Storm, Eels, Raiders, Dogs, and Cowboys to come. So such good form, and they're going to be playing all these games at Suncorp Stadium on that track that they love up there, or Gold Coast. So they're a fast track team, and I think even if you're in draft mode and you can get guys like Lionel Richie, old mate Morgan Harper out wide, like Jason Saab. Ruben Garrick. So if you're in these draft leagues that you can get some of these guys out of free agency, Hamole, like maybe the ghost when he finally thinks that he's coming back. Uh, Lucky, Lucky Croker might be a good one. He was scoring well on the weekend. There's plenty of these guys, especially if they're a free agency. Load up on your bench because I think you can get some good points out of these manly guys. Yeah, it's not a bad shout. Uh, There's some other ones, not so much classic because you want to go for the real big dogs, but... Getting on the back of that, the Tigers don't have a bad run either, I don't think. Uh, they've only got the Panthers, really, that's a, a major concern. And you said the Warriors um, and even the the Doggies. I know, there's not many in the Doggies, but if you can snag a, a Lachlan Lewis or um, who was the Nick Meaney? Yep. There's a couple of those blokes. Yeah, been scoring um, I don't know. They might just finish the year. It's weird how some of the teams just decide to start playing footy in the last few rounds. Titans are another one. Contract um, time. Yeah, and there's also like because there's you know two or three in their teams, whereas sometimes Storm and Panthers it's a bit hard because it's spread between the whole team. But yeah, there's a couple of those bottom teams that actually don't have too bad a run when you're just looking at top um, top eight, bottom eight teams on the ladder. All right, let's wrap things up with a team that you want to avoid. Andy, why don't you kick things off? Uh, I think. For, for any attacking players, it's probably a Parramatta. You know, there's probably players you can get it in there, like maybe Marnie might go well in defence. Uh, a lot of tackles made, but yeah, I, I think for any sort of um, outside back of para, you probably um, probably an avoid. Okay. It's unfortunate for me. I might not have a very excitable couple of weeks <laughs> watching them play, but they, they might surprise us and, and get a couple of wins in, but not with the performance they put in against the Raiders. They need to play their own game and throw it out, but yeah, Parramatta's the avoid for me. Yeah, Corbs? Yeah, they're at the top of my list. The other one's probably the the Dragons, just with the chopping and changing there. Um, like even, yeah, with Ben Hunt, if he goes into hooker, does he, is he just sort of distributing? Is he going to attack? But does he have any attack to go with him? I don't know. I, I, yeah, I wouldn't be bringing any Dragons if in if you're sort of looking at targeting them, I'd go other teams that we mentioned before. Yeah, I'm going to surprise you here, boys. I'm going to go a bit left field. I'm going to say Melbourne. I think, especially with low trades to come, I think there's going to be a lot of restings. What really I'm worried about is I've got three guns, right? I've got Brandon Smith, I've got Nico Hines, and I've got Jerome Hughes. Round 25, there's potential that those three guys aren't there. So that's why Nico Hines is the first guy I'm going to be trading out, not only because the what we've discussed today on tonight's show, and that's a big thing about us getting our money worth and moving on. But can you imagine if come round 25, you've got three guns and you've got no trades and they're all not there? I just think the like the likelihood of it happening is pretty high too. Like, that'll, 
That'll probably happen round 23. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have about 10 out round 25. <laughs> but imagine that. Like, and we can, that's the other thing that you've only, you can, even if you've got trades, you can only trade twice in the last round. Just remember what, that. What, we don't, we can get, like, we can get Shooter on and ask him what it's like next week. <laughs> he, sure, he, was, he was out of trades two weeks ago. Well, well either one, he's, he's pulled his hair out because he's getting injuries and he's just hoping for no injuries or two, he's just going, how good's this? But I heard plenty of chat, like a lot of guys have got the three that I've got, and I know you guys have got a couple of those guys as well, but there's plenty of chat of people wanting to bring in Harry Grant when he's back, and also Cameron Munster as well. So you could potentially have five guys that are all rested coming around 25. That's a Surely, big chunk. Oh, that's massive. Surely you're looking at Cook now, who is cheaper and a lot better option than Grant. Now that he's just shown that one game, I reckon, is enough to end their run. Yep is enough to um, tick the boxes to pull. Yeah, pull and, I, and I think in comparison to the season's past, they weren't they were giving him 80 minutes all the time and not resting him. Like, I think that he's gone through that one resting game and plus four or five where he hasn't played 80 minutes. Like, we talked about him getting managed, and I think they've done it very, very well this year. And I think we'll see him play all the way through to the end of the year. I don't think there's any reason to give him a rest now. Yeah, old Wayne, it's not his first radio. <laughs> yeah, he's peaking, that's for sure. But, boys, great show, 41 minutes there. We'll be back on Tuesday night to delve a little bit deeper. But uh, good round. Everyone smashed it, 1100s all round. So good work, boys. A couple of handy yeah. scores helped us, yeah. Yeah, we've got plenty to discuss. We've run out of trades. We've got two to go. I can't. I, I need to go to bed. Like, I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> and there, it's uh, there's some exciting news coming Tuesday too for the pod. Yeah. And, gonna... the, and the listeners, are we, is there going to be a bit for the listeners? Well, there's there, there, there should be. There's talk. Yeah. So it'll be we're, a big. We're working hard. We're working hard. To do that. So just to, we'll break the news. Dalfin can sign with the Sharks, so he's going to deliver another premiership. <laughs> oh jeez, he's a great. Seriously, what a recruitment drive! Like I could not have wished for this. My boy Fitz, Nico, Dale, Hang Cameron on. McInnes. This like, is not the. This is not the news. Move on. Yeah, haven't you got another Sharks pod you can go on and talk to yourself? <laughs> no, nah, we've got a big sponsorship announcement. It's been signed. It's in the works. And you're going to deliver some nice specials for you boys and girls out there. So you're probably all going to lose your money considering it's a, yeah. it's a gambling sponsor. <laughs> yeah. But uh, hey, or gamble or responsibly. Could be, good, could be bad for them, good for the listeners. Yeah, big time. <laughs> all right, gents, good to see you both. Check you both on Tuesday, yeah? All right, see you later. See you, boys and girls. Hey.